Hey everybody, this is Jim, and thanks for tuning in and listening to Cinema Stream, where we'll be talking about TV, movies, and streaming. Before we get into our main topic today, which is Rings of Power, if you like what you hear and you'd like for the show to grow, I'd really appreciate rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the show wherever you're listening. It would really help us out. Alright, now that's out of the way, let's talk about Rings of Power. Before we get to the show itself, let me give you some background about the uh, Lord of the Rings universe itself so you know where I'm coming from. As I've stated previously, I don't care about nonsense that doesn't pertain to whether I like what I'm watching. All I care about is what I see on the screen and if it's good or not. So that being said, I love the Lord of the Rings movies, the, the trilogy. They are some of the best movies, in my opinion, that have ever been made. And I put that trilogy probably in the top three trilogies of all time. Maybe top two. Uh, maybe there's some room for debate on that, uh, but to me, it's right up there at the top. Now, I haven't read the books by Tolkien. Uh, I've read some passages here and there, but I've never read the whole thing. So, uh, I've been told the Lord of the Rings movies differ from the books quite a bit also. So, I don't know about that, but that's what people have told me. So, And I love the movies, so uh, I don't want to hear that you can't deviate from the books. If you make it good, it won't matter for most people. So, people talking about the show, how it deviates from the books, well, I mean, the movies do too, So, and I love those. So, then we move on to the Hobbit movies, and I know some of those uh, have gotten mixed reviews, and, and I'm one of those too. Uh, I thought the first Hobbit movie was really not that good. Uh, I honestly thought it was uh, extremely boring, and I almost didn't watch the other two based on that. It, it got a little better towards the end. And, you know, with Legolas coming, um, you know, that kept me interested. But, you know, I kept chugging along with it. And the second and third ones I thought were okay. I actually enjoyed them. Um, you know, they, they weren't great. And, you know, there were some obvious issues with it. But you know, on the whole, I liked them pretty much. Now, and honestly, a lot of that had to do with Legolas being there. Because I just love Legolas as a character. I think I would watch a 10-episode show of him just flipping around shooting arrows. And he wouldn't even have to do anything else. I would I would binge that show like crazy. So I'm just I'm just a huge fan of Legolas. So now that you know my history with the universe, let's go on to Rings of Power. So overall, I think the show was a mixed bag from the standpoint of what they paid for it, which was close to five hundred million, I think. Uh, anything less than one of the best shows on ever on television should be classified as a disappointment. Um, it's the most expensive show ever produced. So for a show with that amount of money poured into it. Anything less than stellar is a disappointment. So, in saying that, I don't hate the show. Uh, I actually like some of it. Some of it. Now, there were parts that I didn't just think were god-awful. And let's talk about some of that first. The first four episodes, in my opinion, were some of the slowest episodes of television I have ever watched. I mean, not much happened at all. And I seriously almost tapped out thinking nothing was going to happen in the show. And I really don't know how you can make a show so painfully slow and boring. Now, some people like the first four episodes, and if you did, that's great, you know, fantastic. For me, it was, uh, you know, just beyond slow. Uh, it wasn't until episode five until I was like, okay, maybe there's something here. Then I liked episode six a little better than that, and episode seven was all right. Um, but it just, it took way too long to get there. I mean... The first four episodes were four hours, you know, four hours of slowness before they got into anything that was, you know, even remotely interesting. 
I think they tried to do so much world building in the first half of the show and bring in so many characters that it was too much. It was too convoluted. They tried to make this show so epic in scoop and it didn't it didn't work. It, it was it was too much. So I think the action scenes were good, you know, when they finally got to them. And I think the acting in general was alright. Um, most of my issues with the show are, you know, with the, the direction and with, um, you know, the plot. But the I don't really have a problem with any of the actors. I thought they all did, you know, a good job. Um, I think it was, it was hard getting into the show because, to me, none of the characters were really all that likable to begin with. Um, I actually thought that uh, Arendir, the, the elf, was one of the best characters on the show. Um, I, I know for me, I was most interested when he was on the screen, so... I mean that was that was basically what I was looking for during those first four episodes. He was what was keeping me interested. Um, I really didn't care about Galadriel all that much for a while. Um, she did grow on me as the show moved along, but it just it took quite a while to get there. Um, I also like I liked Elrond, and I thought the dynamic between him and the dwarves was was pretty good. That was pretty interesting. Um, but it took me a little bit to get into. Elrond at first here, mostly because his face wasn't Hugo Weaving. And that's got nothing to do with the actor who's playing him here, who I think did a good job, to be honest. Um, so, and once I started accepting that it wasn't Hugo Weaving, I started getting into the character much more. It just took me a while, but mostly because of it was a different, it was, it was a different actor portraying a role. And it had nothing to do with the actor, so I, I thought, you know, he did a good job. So, the stuff with Arendir and the elves and the dwarves, uh, they were the most interesting stuff on the show, in my opinion. Um, and we also have to talk about the Harfoots. Now, I've heard some people say that they love the Harfoots. So, if if that's your opinion, I'm not trying to ridicule you. You know, if that's what you like, that's what you like. But for the life of me, I don't understand how. To me, they were easily the most boring part of the show. The show would have been 10 times better, maybe even 50 times better, if there were no Harfoots in it at all. Because you know what's really boring when you start fast-forwarding when you see them on the screen. And that's what I started doing. You know, when I saw them, I started fast-forwarding every scene. You know, because I, I just knew nothing was going to happen. There was nothing that was going to interest me, and I just didn't care. Um, you know, episode 7, they weren't too bad. It started to pick up then. Um, but until then, I dreaded it every time I saw them on the screen. I mean, I just, I hated the heartful stuff. I mean, it's just, it was, it was so beyond boring for me. And, and speaking of the Harfoots, the whole Stranger stuff, you know, maybe I'm in the minority. I don't know, but the Stranger storyline, I just, I didn't care. I didn't care. I had no interest in it. I was just like, take me back to Arendir and the Orcs. Um, you know, that's, that was what was interesting to me. But to be fair, I thought the last episode, um, I thought that was okay. But it just, it took so long to get to an interesting point for the, for me with the Harfoots and all that. You know, eight episodes to get to a point that I wasn't bored of them. So, I mean, that's that's troubling from, from my vantage point. I also didn't really care for when uh, Galadriel and Halbrand were uh, captured and taken to the um, the kingdom um, Luminor. I've, yeah, Luminor. Uh it was just another way of expanding the show with a storyline that didn't interest me and probably I, I didn't think needed to be there. 
you know, I thought you, you easily could have done something else. Um, you know, it's just another way they're bringing too much, too many characters in and taking us away from the core characters that you should have been building on. Um, and that brings us to the, the last episode. For some people, the last episode of a season can make or break a season. And I, I really don't get how that is, but, you know, I feel like a whole season, but the last episode is weak. You just say how it is, but that doesn't bring the whole season down. I mean, that's the way I say it. Uh, maybe you think differently. Um, but for the last episode of season one of Rings in Power, I didn't really like it. Now, I didn't hate it either. I didn't think it was necessarily bad. I just think it wasn't really good either. Uh, it was just kind of meh. You know, it was mid-level, but that basically falls right in line with the majority of the show. So, for my overall impression of the show, like I said, I thought it was a mixed bag. For what they paid, it didn't live up to it. You know, for a $500 million show, it, it, every episode needs to be, you know, a 9 or a 10. And this wasn't it. Well, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd probably rate it as a 5. Uh, the first four episodes, I'd rate around a 2, just because of how slow and boring they were. You know, the back half of the season is what brought the average up, and the finale was right in line with the score of a 5. Um, I really think they should have shrank the universe a little, and I know they were trying to tell a broad story, but I really think they would have benefited from focusing on just a few characters. Galadriel, Elrond, the dwarves, everything in it with uh, Arendir, and, and, and cut everything else. Forget the Harfoots, uh, forget uh, Luminor, you know, forget all that. Tell a more focused story, and I think this show would have been better for it. Uh, but on the whole, you know, I, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it either. You know, it was mediocre on the whole, and, you know, I really don't know why they're just starting to shoot season two now. Uh, you already knew the show was coming back based on the price tag. Uh, so the show should have already been filming. Unless they really wanted to see audience reaction to figure out where they needed to pivot, and, and maybe that's it. Uh, maybe they're waiting to see and say, hey, everyone loves this, keep it on the same track. Uh, but if not, then they go, you know what, we need to make some changes to things. So maybe that's what they're doing. Uh, but that in, in and of itself is a problem, because that indicates you don't have strong faith in the direction of the show to begin with. Um, but for season two, you know, once it comes out, you know, I'll, I'll keep watching, you know, uh, just to see where it goes and see if it gets better. Mostly because, you know, I like the world. Um, the show was, you know... You know, just mediocre and okay, but I like the world as a whole, so I would like to see if they can, you know, expand on this season, you know, make it better, make it grow, make it more tight and focused. And uh, so, you know, I'll be I'll be watching season two when it comes out. Um, so I'm not going to give up on it yet, but I would definitely need to see, you know, an improvement on next year to keep my focus, keep my interest on it longer than that. So, those are my thoughts on the show. Uh, what did you guys think? Listen, if you liked it and thought it was great, that's fantastic. Happy for you. Um, I don't think it was a train wreck, like some people want to say. Or, um, you know, if the first four episodes were like that the whole way through, then yeah, I'd agree. But I think the last four episodes saved it from being a conquer. And, yeah, even the last four episodes, there might be some things to nitpick at, and it's probably valid, but it was noticeably better than the first half. So, all in all, it was a mid-level show for me. Not a train wreck, got better as it went along, but also not great. At least that's my take on it. So, anyway, that's all I got for you this week. I'll see you next time where we'll be doing a Disney Plus MCU ranking show. 
will rank eight shows and there'll be one that we exclude simply because I haven't seen it and it doesn't interest me so I'm not going to watch it so I don't really think it'd be fair to rank something I haven't watched but for the rest of them we'll rank them um, and I guarantee you our number one show will be different than just about everybody else I've seen and heard a lot of ranking shows and I've never heard anyone rank this one in their top three so uh, for me, this is the easily most watchable out of all of them so far. So tune in next week and find out what show ranks as our number one and see if you agree. Until then, that's it for us. See you next week on CinemaStream.